Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. That's all he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true. star hip hop. world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me and I'll sue. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Oh, hey, Internet, and welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. And this is a weekly comedy variety talk show where I talk to friends, comedians, and various guests about life while drinking. Oh boy, you guys, what a week I've had. Um, so I had originally planned to do something different for this week's episode. Um, December is a bonkers time to schedule guests. Um, it's just craziness. Everybody has plans and uh, it got pretty hard to schedule somebody. So I had this idea to do an open mic episode um, where I go around to all the open mics in the city and I talk to people before and after shows, maybe record some sets and slice in some jokes here and there. And it just, it just didn't work out, guys. Um, this is a classic case of Sarah diving into something and biting off more than she can chew naturally. That's just what I do. But I didn't quite gather enough footage to put an episode together yet. And I kind of decided that I wanted to take my time more with that one. There's a huge learning curve with mobile equipment from what I've learned. And I'm also trying to figure out a way to do video as well. So if you know Intoxicated, you know that there is a YouTube channel and I have a web cam that I record with in studio but I'm really looking to get a camera hopefully in the new year like hopefully soon I will be able to get that and really up the content on this podcast but as for the open mic episode it was I had really good intentions with it but it just didn't quite work out I was on the struggle bus my tripods were breaking I was trying to do multiple things at once during comedy shows and it just didn't quite work out but rest assured I have some good footage. I have some good kind of base footage to start the episode off. So I plan to pick away at this and hopefully release it in the future. And I have some other bigger plans with the comedy scene that I'm sure I'll fill you in on later when it's more fleshed out. But this is just classic me having a thousand ideas, wanting to do it all and um, do it all myself, which is difficult a lot of the time. So what I'm actually going to do here is put in a clip that I recorded at Mega Comedy Mondays that is at Gus's Pub every Monday, 8 p.m. Pay what you can. Great open mic night. I actually went and got to talk to some comics afterwards, and this will obviously be going in the official open mic episode, but I did want to just give you guys a taste of that, and I really enjoyed this clip. So here it is. Here's about a six-minute clip from the future open mic episode. 
I'm going to talk to the headliner, Travis Lindsay. Hi, Travis Lindsay. How are you? I'm good. I'm it's great. This is so fucking weird. Yeah, it is different. <laughs> it's, it's very TMZ-ish. I know. It really, really is. I feel like I'm like chasing you down the street. Okay, we're in Gus's pub, so I have a question for you. Do you have any particular memories that stick out in this room? Um, coming home for Christmas, thinking how great it was that they decorated this place, and then being back in June and having it look exactly the same and going, <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah, that's my Gus's memories. Uh, I used to be scared to do this place. I used to be terrifying to do it, but that's uh, no, fun. You just got to embrace that this seems like every night is the saddest Christmas Eve. Um, <laughs> For the listeners who aren't in Halifax, there's a lot of Christmas lights in here. It, it's a lot of Christmas lights. Uh, apparently, this place is sponsored by Sailor, Sailor Jerry's. What? Look at the side of the building. It's like the official drink of Gus's Pub is Sailor Jerry's. I never knew that. Yeah. That is interesting. Um, yeah. So, any other thoughts about Mega Comedy Mondays? Uh, it's good. And too bad Andrew Vaughn was too big of a wimp to yeah. brave the ice. I had to walk here on the ice. Um, he could have drove and made it. His car's not that far away from. He's very. He's not that far. Oh, actually, question for you. Um, I was sitting here before the show started, and you were like, I don't even have a set list lined up. Is that typical? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to a gig gig, I'll think about it, and then I'll change it up here and there. I'll have a base for something. Yeah. But uh, I'm in a weird turnover point in material where I'm just, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, nothing's new enough nor old enough in my books, so I just feel I'll come here and I'll... This is where you come to play. Yeah, yeah, this works. Come to that sounds weird. Where the big boys come to play Gus's <laughs> Pub every Monday night. That sounded so weird. Well, thank you, Travis, yeah, for chit chatting. Ask Albert Coombs; he'll tell you. Oh, Albert Coombs is here too. Hi, Albert Coombs. Uh, the tacos are over there. I know where the tacos are, but I want to talk. Want to talk to you? Hey, how are you? How are you? I'm excellent. This is so weird. I don't know if I'm doing this right. How am I doing, Chris? I, I think you're doing well. Oh, thank you so much. This is very different for me. So, see you, Travis. Um, you had a good set tonight. Thank you. I appreciate that. I that said was a lot of bad words. A lot of bad words. Chris came up to me and he was like, "Oh man, you're so naughty." <laughs> I love how it's like the the times that I'm filming is the, like like last night's snigs. There was some uh, light racist undertones last night. Did Chris say something racist? Also, repeat it. I started something, and then everybody ran with it. Like it just ended up becoming a weird night in general. When you say everybody, do you really mean you people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. This is open mic comedy. You just never fucking know what's going to happen. But are you enjoying... You're really new. Are you enjoying the open mic scene here in Halifax? Yeah, I love it. Uh, since uh, January 26th, 2019... Ooh, you're coming up on your one year. I am. It's coming up soon. I'm very excited. He said that like he has a crush on stand-up comedy. Like, <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah, I, Are you going to do anything special for your one year? What, what's comedian-aversary? Comic-aversary? I don't know. I'm going to buy comedy a nice dinner and then fuck it. <laughs> I like it. Fuck comedy. Such a hopeless romance. I'm surprised you haven't fucked it yet. Well, I have it. Just 
go so good? Yeah, it wasn't great for it. <laughs> this is really, really weird. I'm going to talk to Martin now. It's Martin Edwards. It's the host of Mega Comedy Mondays. Hi, Martin. Hey, good evening. Thank you so much for talking to me. Yeah. This, this feels so weird. I was getting my squats in. I know. I'm not used to playing reporter. This is intense and different. And awkward. I'm very happy that this like a, is a fancy microphone. It's a microphone that has a bed around it. It's a cozy. Yeah, it's a cozy mic. I just want to make out with it and fall asleep on it. <laughs> well, don't quite do. That's for me to do. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'll, I respect that. <laughs> so, Martin, how long have you been hosting Mega Comedy Mondays? Uh, like three years co-hosting and then Vaughn made me like the main host and I think like February of 2019, almost a year ago. Oh my God. Oh my God. You're going to celebrate your one year mega comedy Mondays anniversary. Yeah. I'm very happy about that. Um, I remember, uh, Vaughn made me the official host when he once again went on tour in Ontario and uh, when he was on tour for five weeks, I had five fantastic Mondays in a row. I was starting 2019 off fantastic. And I was like, even just like, oh, man, when Andrew Vaughn comes back after his tour, he's going to come see me and have like 10 minutes of new jokes for hosting. Fuck yeah. But then, of course, after a string of fantastic shows, when Vaughn returns, it's still bombity bomb 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 for the old Martin Edwards. With the, with the, the fantastic return of like Andrew Vaughn. I'm just like, oh, it's like, like I'm just like, oh, these new jokes were totally working. But, uh, you know, when. When Vaughn shows up, it all goes to hell. You know? Is that because you respect him so much that you got nervous? Oh, no. It's just very hit or miss here at the old Gus's pub. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's what I said to Vince earlier. I was like, I, I come here quite a bit. And it's it's it kind of reminds me of Beerleys in a way where it's like when it's bad, it can be real bad. Yeah. But when it's good, it can be real good. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and if there's anybody who knows hit or miss, it's Martin fucking Edwards, of course. So there you have it, folks. That was a nice little clip for an upcoming episode. I'm really sad I couldn't put it together for this week, but stay tuned. Regardless, I have an episode for you guys this week. This is a very casual shoot the shit episode with my brand partner, Corey West, who is the host of Intoxicated Reviews. That is the second Intoxicated channel, all about TV and movies. And the majority of his episodes are about bad movies, cheesy movies, ones that you can really watch and then make fun of. So if you're into that, please go over to Intoxicated Reviews and subscribe over there. It is a separate podcast, even though we're both under the Intoxicated brand. Intoxicated Reviews kind of started pretty soon after Intoxicated when we realized that we love talking about movies and drinking and Corey since took that over and has run with it for quite a long time. Couldn't tell you how long because his episodes don't have numbers but Intoxicate Reviews is great and please check it out. This is a really chill episode. I feel like I've been hitting you guys with like these real heavy hitter episodes like over two hours long and this is a nice short but sweet episode. We kind of just shoot the shit about life. We talk about podcasting. We talk about dealing with the, the hustle of podcasting combined with life and a bunch of other things obviously so hope you enjoyed the episode and actually I wanted to add this in because this episode is going to come out the day before Corey's birthday so happy fucking birthday Corey happy birthday to you Uh, and if you are listening to this show Corey some love on Instagram or social media and really um, enforce that existential crisis on him and let him know happy birthday so big happy birthday to Corey West And please stay tuned for the open mic episode and some other things coming up. Can't quite talk about them yet. 
can't not quite there yet, but in the coming weeks, um, I will have some announcements that I'm very excited about. So in the meantime, please follow Intoxicated on social media. That is Facebook and Instagram, Intoxicated Podcast, on Twitter at in underscore intoxicated. Subscribe on whatever podcasting app you use. And if you do like the show, feel free to leave an iTunes rating or review. It goes very far. Uh, I actually think it's Apple Podcasts now. I, I just, it will always be iTunes to me. So it just naturally comes out that way. Also, this is the, it's the Christmas season. So uh, hopefully people are in more of a giving mood. Um, so if that's the case and you love Intoxicated, you can check out our Patreon page. That is patreon.com backslash intoxicated. There's another option as well. You can also do a one-time donation to the podcast via PayPal and all of those links are below. Um, there is a lot of things that I want to get for this podcast. It ain't cheap. Upping the quality is not a cheap thing to do. Um, Doing things like being mobile and recording away from the studio involves more equipment. So rest assured that when you donate to Intoxicated via PayPal or Patreon, it is going back into the show 110%. So those are some options if you did want to support Intoxicated. If you're really liking the content on Patreon, you will get some extra content as well in exchange for your monthly donation. So that's always really good. And obviously, the more Patreons that I have, the more I will do. And I will throw in more rewards um, if more people sign up. You can also email your questions, comments, and feedback to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. Send me your advice questions. I, I say this all the time, but honestly, if you have a life situation that you want advice on, this is something I'd love to do at the start of the episodes going forward. So please do that if it applies to you. Other than that, you guys, I think that's it. I think that's all the housekeeping items. I hope you enjoy this episode with Corey West from Intoxicated Reviews. Welcome back, everybody, to the Intoxicated Podcast. This is the most impromptu episode ever. Yeah. Well, not really impromptu. No, no. It's <laughs> 24 hours. I think you texted me yesterday like, oh, I need an episode. I'm like, all right, cool. I'd... Well, as brand partners, we're always each other's backups. That's true. And it's an that's... understood thing. Yeah, that's it. You need need help. You, you sacrifice and you get on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm your backup and you're mine. That's it. That's it. And it's understood. And I like that about us. Um, in all fairness, guys, I, number one, I've been really shitty at scheduling guests lately. Like, so shitty. I mean, the grind gets to you after a while. It really does. And also, like, there's some other things going on. I don't know. Yeah, you're my doing time, lots of things. My time is so, like, I just don't have any of it. <laughs> yeah, my, my time is so gone. <laughs> yeah, gone. Um... And I got to get a better system for booking guests. I might actually start a application form like ah. where because I do find like a lot of this is in like messaging and stuff. And I often forget. And I'm like, I just need a, one place for it yeah. where I can put it. Yeah. yeah. Um, where I know that future guests that want to come on are all there. And what you thing. want. Yeah. And what you want to talk about. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good Who, idea. Like, and tell me a bit about your life. Tell me some interesting things about your life yeah maybe write out a funny story that you can say on the podcast huh. all fascinating stuff i'm cory west by the way oh my god it's cory <laughs> yeah i'm here uh, Toxy reviews own cory west if you are at all a regular listener you hear his ad every week yeah um i laughed so hard last night this wasn't in relation to your ad but because i play your ad i play boys club every yeah, week yeah. uh but i was talking to kyle barnett last night and kyle and brandon michael have a podcast now 
and they want they want to put an ad on my show and I'm like yeah absolutely and then, and then I was like yeah I'd, I'd like to get some some I don't want to discard boys club and reviews but I want some newer ads on yeah, there too yeah of course and he's like yeah I hear boys club every week on intoxicated boys club <laughs> like, <laughs> and he like started quoting the entire ad he's yeah. like cause my boy lives in it <laughs> yeah. I was laughing so hard cause he like knew the entire script of the ad oh yeah yeah I know it's funny for a long time I listened to that and I'm like sometimes it's hard to, for me to decipher who's Travis and who's, who's really yeah who's I know right away I find their voices so different and that ad for some I find it so different for some reason that ad I'm like who said that line <laughs> 50 more clips of black people. It's a great ad. Yeah. Oh, it's, but in all it's fairness, great. I think both of our ads that we recorded are fairly old. Yeah. I was thinking about re- recording mine, uh, yeah. doing a new one up. So, but I mean, those sound clips are like some of the greatest. I have to go and get some new ones. But yeah. They're so great. Yeah. Um, and I might start doing mid roll. Yeah. I mean, ads. Why not? Like a fancy bitch. You just like hook people in and then drop that ad mid, mid, yeah. mid pod. I don't really like the idea of putting an ad at the very end. No, it just kind of gets lost in the... Like, I think I'm usually like usually at the end of a podcast and I'm like, next time I'm like, okay, done. Or like, we're yeah. wrapping up. You never hear the last like. And I'm like, why is there five more minutes on my podcast? And it's like, oh, it's all ads. Like, okay, yeah. great. No. Well, that's just it. Yeah. For a while I had some other ads on there. I don't know. There's ways you can do it. Like, I might start reaching out to people to be like, send me your ads and then I might just rotate them. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Something new, fresh and new. Yeah. Um, you know, this is like, we've both been doing this a long time. Like, we've both been doing this a really long time. Yeah. Does yeah. that, like, not hit you recently? Like It kind of did when you're talking about your anniversary coming up. Yeah. I'm just like, years. holy shit. And I, like, I actually, um, and to anybody who wants the full catalog of Intoxicated or Intoxicated Reviews, the best place to go is, I guess, Google Play because... Or Spotify. Uh, oh, yeah, you're not on Spotify. I'm not on Spotify. Sorry, do you want to rub it in? <laughs> but Apple, like, cuts it off after a little bit. So if you want to... But I went back and looked at all of them. like, holy crap. Like, yeah, I, like, we've done a ton. Fuck ton. ton. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny how far we've come, too, because uh, I hurt my back recently, which I'll talk all about here in a... Because <laughs> we're just kind of filling time or talking about whatever. But... Um, yeah, I, I I had to put in an old episode that was Double Down that we did as a movie group, which is an intoxicated thing and was an intoxicated thing. And going back and listening to that, I'm like, it's so funny. That seems like it seems like just yesterday, but it also seems like a million years away. Right. Like, like ago. Like, it's so funny. It's, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I forgot how funny this episode is. Like, that movie yeah. group stuff was great. Like, There's something about the early days. Yeah. Where... Not to say that it's not fun anymore, but it's, at least with my show, it's a little more curated and planned. Yes. Whereas in the early days, it was really just like, let's fucking just get together as friends and record and like... Drink shoot. And like, see what it comes out. It was really, out. truly like, very, it was way more casual, I think. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And there's something about that that's really cool. That said, I saw a tweet today from Podcast Movement, which is like a podcast conference going on, and they were like, tweet, uh, post what you thought your first episode was like in a gif. <laughs> and, and I just wrote, well, it doesn't sound great. Like, it was a like, given someone being like, it doesn't sound the best. <laughs> yeah, one microphone, all us huddled around. One snowball microphone yeah, yeah. in the middle of a table, yeah. four people hunched around it. I know. That on was like a, episode one. On a stack of DVDs. Like, I remember looking at the video, and it's like a, one snowball on a stack of DVDs, <laughs> and all us on our on my table, like, 
like trying to get as close as possible to it. So funny. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Not yeah. the first one you recorded, but the first one that came out. First one I recorded was in this living room, actually, yeah. with Karen and Eve and Danielle. Um, similar shit show ness. That's the thing about it. When I see podcasts come out now, I'm like, y'all are doing it way better than. Oh yeah, yeah. Than we did. It was such a shit show. <laughs> but I like that about it at the same time. Yeah, I know. A friend of mine has a new podcast out. Ooh. Um uh safety off which uh yeah oh, yes on bnv media yeah yeah so Hi-ya. yeah so a friend of mine is on is one of the two on that podcast and uh uh yeah it's like right at the get-go they have like an amazing setup yeah. and i'm like okay, well this is it i mean it, it depends on how you go about it but in that situation in all fairness yeah that's a lot of Mark's equipment. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured. I kind of figured. So yeah. if you have a friend with equipment who's willing to help you, um, or if you want to pay BNV Media to produce your podcast, there you go. You can there do you that go. as well. It's a free we're plug. looking for business. Um, that's so crazy. So I didn't know you were friends with someone from Safety Off. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, you met him. Who? He was on. My, he, he came out on my birthday. Uh, the one birthday that like we did the um, morning after Phil. And uh, he was one of the guys that met up with us after. Oh, was he the younger dude? Yes. There was that's, Mac and... I didn't put that together. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the guys I'll save you off. Oh, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Mm, it's not that crazy, but... <laughs> it is kind of... Like it's a, it's small, a small world. Small world. And Halifax is a, a small city, so... That's... But yeah, Safety Off, great podcast. Like I haven't listened yet. It's good. It's good. Yet, but that's just because I there's a lot of things that I have to listen to. Oh my god! And watch yeah. like it's 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 overwhelming what you have to keep up with. I have been obsessed with um, CBC um, Uncovered. I just started the first podcast they put out, and it's because I've been obsessed with Nexium lately, which is like Nexium is that like it's supposed to be a multimedia um, uh, advertising company, but it's like that thing where like women within the Nexium are getting branded, and it was like kind of like. People th- think it's like a sex cult and stuff like that. And people were giving millions of dollars to this guy, Keith Raniere. What and the heck? It's insane. Allison Mack was part of the, was part of the, Allison, she was off like Smallville and stuff. Okay. It's insane. The story's insane. So I've been like oh. listening to shit out of that. So. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's really good. I just listened to the latest nighttime podcast oh, yeah. and you know what's so funny? Jordan, that motherfucker has a movie ad. Yeah. On his podcast. He had Black one. Christmas. He had a mo- the movie that we watched the trailer to. <laughs> he had a movie ad on the uh the, the glove guy one too. He had that uh alligator movie. I cannot remember the name of it. Man, Jordan, what you doing? Man, he's he's doing I mean, he puts a lot of research and work in that podcast. So, yeah. And then that's that's how you get it. I mean true crime, that's where it's at. Yeah, true crime. Somebody told me about another true crime that they swear by that's called Crime Junkie or Crime Junkies. Okay. Apparently, it's like huge now and it's really good. So, there's so many. Oh, it's insane. Like, I try to keep my podcast listening pretty tight, but uh, like, I got the my go to's like, how does it get made? Weekly Planet. But I'm starting to kind of spread out a little bit. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the more you put into your own podcast, the smaller your podcast circle gets in terms of what i i find that yeah, yeah i don't know about you yeah but like when we were like before we started the show i feel like i listened to more actually that's 
Actually, not true now that I think about it. <laughs> I actually think I listen to more podcasts now, but I watch less TV and movies. Really? Oh. You don't, but I do. I know. I actually, the one maybe single positive of hurting my back was um, that I got to catch up on like all my shows, like every right. single one of them, like just insane. Um, and just started watching other shit that I'm like, oh, I guess I'll put this on. I got like Apple Plus or yeah, it's called Apple Plus. I think I got I got that D- the Disney thing. No, I didn't get Disney uh. Plus yet. But I was like, I mean, I have yet. other ways of watching stuff. But get- yeah, <laughs> I was like, I almost felt like texting or messaging Travis, being like, "You go, you okay, man?" Like, <laughs> 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 he loves that Disney shit. Uh, but yeah, I guess I can talk about my back. What yeah, my what back? happened to you? Okay, so I have a what they call a cranky disc. So I was going to physio. Cranky? Cranky disc. Like it's very whiny and pitchy. Yes, that's it. It's like a, <laughs> like a two-year-old. Um, like I know, I don't have kids. Um, <laughs> and so what happened was your vertebrae kind of like when you bend, they kind of just go beside each other. But what happened is one of my vertebrae fell behind my other vertebrae. Oh, gosh. And that sounds terrible. It locked my lower back up. And uh, my... And, um, I like it hurt really bad that night, but I kind of I even worked. I like I worked through it, and I was like, "Oh, my back's really bad." I woke up the next day, and my feet were pointing left, and my body was pointing right. Like I like you said that at trivia, and I'm like, I like how how the fuck does that happen? I did it hurt. Yes, like unbelievably. <gasps> like I oh so I yeah so it was really bad. Like I could barely walk. Um, and it, so I had like, and I think what happened was I just pushed myself a little too hard at physio. And then, so I called, I texted my physiotherapist. I actually sort of emailed her and she was gone away for the weekend, unfortunately. But she's like, you got to go like to the emergency. If it's that bad, like you got to go to emergency. Uh, I'll have to get you in next <gasps> week. See how it's going. Um, That's insane. So I went to emergency and I sat there on a like I Saturday was a write off. I just stayed home all Saturday. I was in like so much pain. Um, Sunday I went to emergency. Sat there for five hours. Holy shit! Got in to see the guy, and he's like did a bunch of tests that were like they always test to see if your legs are going numb, if you don't have certain reaction because that means like you have a compressed disc or like it does like serious. And all he was like, well, every I was like uh, my physio like they suggest X rays and stuff. He's like, well, there's nothing that shows me that you have anything that is major. You probably just have back spasms. Like literally, my body is like contorted. And he's like, it's probably just back spasms or what, like something like that. If it persists in like. If if it's still bad in five days, come back. And I was like, five days, like Jesus. And he just gave me a shot of I forget what it's called, some type of shot, and he gave me muscle relaxer prescription. Um, Did so, it help? Uh, no, didn't even touch it. Like, didn't even touch it. Um, I was taking like the only relief I was getting. I was taking three Robaxes at Platinums and a muscle relaxer, and that would like numb the pain. So, God damn, um, I kind of. I didn't make it, I should have, but I didn't really make an appointment with physio, but I was talking to her constantly and I'm like, still it's bad, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, she's like, this is like Monday. She's like, well, so like, I have an opening on Friday, um, but if it gets any worse, you have to go back to the hospital. And I was like, okay. Um, at this point, I have a chiropractor too. And I was like, I'm just going to go to my chiropractor because he knows how to line me up. Like what's wrong? So I went to my chiropractor. 
And he's like, no, you just have like back spasms. And like he told me the same thing like a couple days later. I'm like, okay. And he like cracked my back and I left and I was instantly in like double the pain. Like, <laughs> like it was bad. And then so at one night eventually, because I have a very high bed and I cannot get into my bed. And uh, like with my bad back, like it was near impossible. I had to almost like crawl forward. I couldn't lean back on it. It was too much pain. And so one night I went in my spare room. I threw the mattress on the floor and I I, like, I just slept on the floor. It was like hard floor. Like, oh, and another thing my chiropractor is like, you should go for a walk. It will loosen everything up in your back. And uh, anyway, that night threw the mattress on the floor, slept on the floor. It took me in the morning 45 minutes to get <gasps> off the ground. Like, oh. And it's like when you have God. like when you move certain way your back when your back's sore and you get like that intense pain. I'd be trying to do that and move in, and then I move into an intense pain and couldn't get out of it because I was in so much pain. So I just sit there like basically like biting my lip. It like hurt so bad. Oh my god! So that went on for a while. I went for a walk, see if it helped. Like literally walking sideways. Like I probably look like I don't know what I look like. Um, went for a walk around. Like I live on. South Park. I went around up to Spring Garden, back down to South Park. Excruciating pain. Like, I'm like, this didn't make anything better. Finally getting to my physio, the head of the physio clinic came in, and he basically is like, he looked at me instantly. He's like, well, you you have no numbness here, but you're twisted like that. He's like, it's one of three things, but it's probably this one thing, and it was this one thing, and my back was locked. The vertebrae was behind it. Gave me a little bit of traction. Uh, uh, uh. Pulled my legs, kind of like massaged some stuff, and like, almost instant relief and by the next day i was like 60 percent better i was still pretty like gimped up because my body my spinal cord was in that direction for five days holy fuck so it took a while and just like this weekend i'm finally like i i, I went to physio today and i'm finally like almost back to being totally straight and actually my back has never felt better but I mean, yeah, that's a long roundabout way to say. Holy it. Yeah. shit! Yeah, it was, and it's I almost like, like you went through labor. Oh my birth. god, it like. was <laughs> the pain. The only relief I had is if I was like lying down. So I, all I did was like I just watched everything, like yeah. on my couch. Like it was bad. Like one day, like I cleaned the house, and I like I was in so much pain when I was done. I'm like, what is going on? And like, but that's like as much as uh, like I went to the hospital and there's just two old people complaining about the healthcare system. And I'm like, I get it. Like you wait a lot. You just have to expect it. And you don't have family doctors, but you know what? It's still free. It's still free. That's just it. That's the thing. And it's funny when you said the five hour thing, I wanted to chime in and be like, did you phone last? Like, <laughs> like, like instantly my mind went to that because I'm having I, such battery problems right now with mine. I literally, well, I have a new phone, so that's not so bad. But I mm. literally, I knew I was going to be there forever. So I brought my phone and I brought uh, my wife's iPad. Oh, and I okay. was watching like, I was like, I got the Wi-Fi. I'm like, I'm watching football. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to be here all day. I know I am. So I'm just. You're not someone who. Okay. All of this happened. And I think. The only time that I got wind of it was when you were like, my box fucked up. I can't go to trivia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. You are not someone who really, like, when stuff goes down, like, in your life, you don't really update friends, do you? No, 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 Like, like, it's very, it's so you, which (laughs) I I don't want to try to change you by any means. Yeah, yeah. But it's just interesting to me that, like. Yeah. 
Well, like, I'm the opposite. I'm like, as soon as something happens, I'm like, guess what just happened? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, send the mass text to the group chat. Yeah, like, it's very true. It's very like, true. Like, you're very much so not someone who. Uh, I mean, the you, like, you don't like to talk about no any stuff. Yeah, like literally, like. <laughs> A lot of people didn't know, like, that my mom died or, like, my legal guardian died. I was, yeah. was going to bring that up. That was the most nonchalant thing in the world. Yeah, I didn't tell, like, hardly anybody. I think I told one person at work. I told my general manager at work and, and maybe my manager when it happened. And obviously, like, I told, like, Norm and stuff, like, because, yeah. because he's like, hey, why are you not? And I was like, oh. But it's like, he literally had to be like, why are you not here? And, like, well, why are you taking time off? And I'm like, oh, my mom died. And he's like, come on. Like, what? Like, I know. Tell somebody. It's, like, yeah. But, but. I'm more of a, yeah. I just, I, yeah. I just rather not. I, I mean, know. this is just, I think, what adult friendships are. Like, you just accept things about some people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you know, like like they just are the way they are. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's it. nothing personal. It's just like how they cope. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's different. I'm just like, <laughs> I just. You're, it's so funny to me because <laughs> we're brand partners on this intoxicated journey, and like, we could not be more opposite. It's in, very true. And how we like actually process the world because you're. And by the way, I'm not shitting on you. You're a good friend. Yeah. So don't don't <laughs> yeah, get it yeah. twisted. But. It's so funny to me when I'm like, because you know me, I'm emotional. And like sometimes a trivial have little moments because like life things are happening. Yeah, yeah. And like I'll be like borderline crying at the table. And it's just so funny because like I know you just like want to be there for me, but you're also just like, so what's up? Like you're just, you're just, <laughs> you're just very like, I don't, it's just so funny. I know what you mean. It's yeah, so, yeah. it's, it's, it's endearing. And it's, it's just, I think that there would have been a time, I think like before we got so close as friends that you probably would have like, probably like done this <laughs> yeah i mean you know well, yeah but we're closer friends like i'm like that with my close friends but i'm just like if i'm just like if i just kind of know you i'm like cool yeah. i hope somebody handles you, <laughs> you and your deals with you. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't gonna be me i just remember uh there's a quick story but me and norm went out with somebody who won't be named and this person's amazing but they're just a terrible drunk terrible drunk and and this person oh, got no. really really drunk you wouldn't know them oh, okay um but I remember this person got really drunk and was like, gets violent drunk or like aggressive drunk. I shouldn't say violent. She doesn't really fight or anything like that. But she was like, just being really shitty to the like waiter we had at the old triangle and stuff. And Norm was just like, hey, like, like, oh crap, we gotta, we gotta figure out how to get her home. I was like, no, you have to figure out how to get her home. I'm out of here. Like, I just yeah. laughed. Like, I'm just like, no, nah. I'm like, you're a good person. But unless you're a close personal friend of mine, I'm not gonna like, Bend over backwards. Okay, what would it take? Okay, hmm. Who do you consider your best friend? Uh, Brian. Okay. Have you? And I still want to get this Brian Thompson episode. I know, I know. It's coming. He says he really wants to do it. Oh, that's it's more good. Scheduling, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's a good. That's yeah. Baby steps. Baby um, steps. Yes. Uh, what would it take? Have you and Brian ever had like an, a a deep, really deep, serious? borderline emotional like talk or bonding moment yeah we have yeah but i can probably count on my hand as many as we have but we've had like yeah, yeah. like and we've been we've been like there for each other through some pretty harsh time like pretty right. hard times and stuff like that like so yeah we do but we're 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 pretty much i find we're very similar too though like we're the same thing like well probably it's a little emotional he'll i shouldn't say emotional but um he's more emotional than me i think i would say but we're the same 
we're kind of the same person in a, in a weird way. We'll we'll sit on some stuff. I'll sit on it more than Brian. Well, Brian's mm. I should say Brian's more of a person that's like if he has a problem with you, he'll he won't get really mad. He'll just be like, you know what? I don't like that. Like he'll just straight up tell you, like I don't like that you're like that, or I don't like that part of you. Oh. He's just like he's very blunt that way. But like with himself, he'll like he'll say stuff, but mm. it's like. I got to tell you this or I'm feeling emotional this way. And like, it could be me or him. And then we're like, cool, cool. You need anything? No. Okay, cool. That's, I was just going to say, cause you're pretty good. You're, I think you're a bit better via text. <laughs> I just have a text app. Like, <laughs> no, but I just mean like, like if I sent you something, be like, this shit's going down. Like, then I'm not like, you're very good at like sending a nice message. Being yeah, like, yeah. You're very good at that. You, 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 you won't always say, that person. <laughs> but again, this is what friendship is. Like, I know that about you. Yeah. I'm not going to take it personal. I just, I know that aspect of you. Yeah. I should and just be now what... like, I should be now like, you know what? I'll just text you later. <laughs> well, that's just, just, just trolling. <laughs> I know. Uh. But it's just, it's just interesting to me. Yeah. No, it's, it's Because we it, could it, not be more opposite in how we more, actually yeah. like process emotion. Process emotion, but like, I find like, and we told the story before, we kind of bonded over lots. We have common interests that, like, that kind of grew our friendship kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, yeah, you got to have that kind of dynamic, too. I don't think anybody wants to hang out with themselves 24-7. You know what I mean? Do you think you'd be friends with you? Uh, like, if you met you? I was going to say no, but probably because, like... Because <laughs> I'm so... <laughs> Because I'm so great. No, no, no. Sagittarius season. It'd just be like, because I know what I'm like, for my, like, to like, yeah, no, I'd probably be friends with myself. I actually can see you being friends with you. I can see me being intimidated by me. (laughs) That's a, that's an interesting, that's an interesting theory. That's good. I see what you mean though. Yeah, yeah. Just two (laughs) intimidated people. Uh, Such a weird idea. Meeting yourself. I feel like, because... It all goes into the backstory of like how like either you're friends with me or not. Like if you blow that first mm. meeting with me, usually it's pretty bad. But um, and usually it's loud, obnoxious people that I'm just like, uh, no, we I just we ain't do bad. you think that that's changed slightly, though, with time and age? Uh, do you think you're a little more? I think I'm less. Like I think really? I'm a crankier person. Um, it depends what? on the a person can be loud. Like I've met, I, I think. And I won't name names, but recently I met somebody who everybody, I, I think people were like, I didn't think you get along. I was like, no, he's a really nice guy. He's loud, but he's not obnoxious. I don't know. There's a difference. Yeah, there is a difference. And I mean, <laughs> I'm a complicated guy. I don't really have this playbook, but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. You're complicated, but you have the shell of simpleness. That's the weird <laughs> thing about you. Simpleness? Like Simple Jack from Tropic Thunder? <laughs> no, I just mean like, like you're, you're straight... A, you're straightforward and simple in how you are. Yes, yeah. But how people perceive that—that's where the the yeah. complications. Yeah, because I think, can come in. I think people because usually around new people, usually I I I'm kind of just watching from afar, so I'll get quiet, and that usually goes one of two ways: either it's just like oh that guy's quiet, or like oh that guy's an asshole, and it's like right, you know, like because a lot of people have said like oh I was like super intimidated. You just seem like a very intense, like quiet individual, and I'm like, well, I'm not really. Like I'm just, I kind of just weighing <laughs> weighing my options as if I like this person or not. It's also thing. this age group too, because I feel like because you're how old? You're, well, you will be turning pretty soon. Yes, this how old? 
39. When you have to think about your age. I know, I know. It's, it's, um, yeah. it's not a good sign. Not a great sign. <laughs> not a great sign at all. I, well, I, I messed it up because I, for some reason as a kid, I, would, I was always like, or when I got the teenager, I was like, oh, I turn, if I'm in, like, if I'm in, uh, fuck, 2010, I know I'm turning, like, 30 because I just, whatever. What like, the fuck? Wait. How do you not know how old you are just by but knowing how old you are? I don't know. I did this weird <laughs> thing where I was just like, okay, my last number in my age is the year. But it doesn't for, – for like five years, for like five years, I told people the wrong age I was. Like, oh, I'd my be God. Like, I'd be like, oh, I'm – like if this year, I'd be like – because it's, it's 2019, Jesus. <laughs> I'm terrible at numbers. <laughs> it's like 2019. And I'd be like, oh, I'm 39. And then, like, I did that for years before. And I was like, oh, no, I turned 39 at the end. So for a good oh, okay. a good four years, I told people I was older than I was. Like, That's madness. Yeah. And that I don't. And wow. My brain is fucking weird. That's so weird. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, like, so hyper aware of how old I am. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever fucked it up. Maybe in the first month of turning that age. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like I what I can imagine when you change your name as a woman like yeah, that yeah. that's like an adjustment. Oh my god, that's yeah. Jim went through a lot of headaches with that shit. Yeah, but even yeah. Anyway, that's all. I don't I think I'd change my name if I got married. No, I don't think so. Unless it was a, a cool name, like. I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay, gonna bleep that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna bleep that. You want like a? <laughs> I'd change my name for that. I was gonna say like, yeah, I don't even know. Like, I'm pretty much blessed with a good name. Like, I don't know, Corey West yes. is like, I get that a lot. They're like, oh, you got a good name. And I was like, yeah, it's not too bad. It's like, strong. Yeah, Corey West. It and it's weird. I always thought like, if I really and this is like a pipe dream, but Jeez. if I actually got like a SAG card or something, I probably have to change my name because there is a Corey West in SAG. I guess. Wait, what? Uh, Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. What do you mean if you got a SAG? You can get a SAG card. Like, anybody can get a SAG oh, card. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, for some reason, when you said that, I, I thought award. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, you can, anybody can get a SAG award. <laughs> Wait, what? How do you... What's the advantage of getting a SAG card? Because uh, then you're like... Uh, I think it's like you get unionized or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you have to pay for it, though. Like, it's like anything. You got to pay fees hmm. and stuff. But, yeah, anybody can get a SAG card. That's... Would you consider... I mean, if if I could actually like, not now, but uh, the goal, and it all, it's always the goal to do more video stuff. And uh, I mean, if I did, I would think about it. Like, I don't know. We ramping this bitch up. Well, actually, one thing that I did think about asking you, and this is so fucking weird, and it's going to come out so strange. Oh, we're drinking too. Sorry. Yeah, you haven't opened even, your thing yet. No, I've been talking like an idiot. Um. You're 39, but I was going to ask what you want to be when you grow up. Mm. Um, I was wanting to be a writer, like a, like a, like, I write like crazy. I have like a binder full of scripts. I know you I do. And this is always the thing with you. Like, I feel like that's where you need to go. Yeah. Yeah. I like acting too. Don't get me wrong. Like, I say acting, like, I love acting. And like, <laughs> I, I've been in a bunch of shorts, like, and stupid shit that will never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. But I like that stuff. Like, I like being creative in that way. In the movie, like, that's why I have an, uh, an entertainment podcast, a movie and TV podcast. Yeah. Like, I, that's what, like, I would, 
as a kid, that's what I loved. I love movies. I love TV. And so mm-hmm. writing was just another extension of that. Like I used to like when I was younger, I just started writing scripts and I was like, it's just not that I thought they were good or bad. I used to write superhero scripts all the time. Just and I never showed anybody, but I was like, oh, it's this little thing I have. That's my thing. And it was kind of a release. So that's kind of bl- blossom and like. Bryant, me and Bryant get together and we write a lot. Mike McQueen is an amazing writer as well. So we used to like, like we've mapped out full seasons of shows that we want to do and stuff like that, that if we can just get the will or the money or the know-how or we don't even really need the know-how because we have friends like that will film stuff. It's just to kind of get it, get over that hump. I think it's what's striking the balance because, because it is one of those things where I'm just like, like if only, like if only yeah. we couldn't, didn't have to work. Like I think about that all the time. Like yeah. if we didn't have to work, and we could I just know, put yeah. our all. Like it's just like one of those things because because I'm at a point too where I'm just like trying to chase the passion. I really want to try to make the passion how I make money. Yeah, um, that's really hard to do. It is because you have to sacrifice a lot. You need a lot of time, um, and like you gotta pay bills at the end of the day yeah like, how awesome would it be if like we just didn't have to do that yeah yeah <laughs> we could just Ugh. pursue it's striking that balance and it's just like it is it's hard it is. and um, especially like on top of everything else i love people listening to this being like listen to the podcast and complain but a podcast <laughs> takes a lot of like to, even for me to think about doing something video related like i have to worry about the two jobs i'm working my podcast and then like another sp- thing in my spare time kind of thing which i don't have a lot of but yeah it's like even i i have a bunch of episodes of uh like a thing i want to put on youtube that i've filmed and Mm. i've edited and then the movie's just been so far gone i'm just like fuck like i'm not gonna release it now like so but it's all just learning like it's all trying to grow the podcast and keep your sanity that's the thing like it's hard to do both and i i i I also do think that it is about creating a routine where you chalk out your life in a way where you actually make a point to allocate a certain amount of time per week yeah. to that thing. That can be an hour. That can be. And I know that's hard though because we're both like, we're both the same way. We're procrastinators. Oh, I'm yeah. a huge procrastinator. I know that you think you're probably the worst procrastinator, but I'm pretty bad too. Like I'm, I'm like I'm I, pretty fucking bad. I could have been home. Like I was <laughs> home earlier, and I could have been editing the podcast I did last night. But I'll wait till Wednesday night before I have to like release it <laughs> Thursday morning. There's just something in my head. Do you know what's so funny though? Like because we have this kind of thing between us where like you know Wednesday night you tell me what you want for like a graphic and, yeah. and I'll make that for you but it's so funny because even when I'm overwhelmed busy yeah or if if I'm if I'm accidentally fall asleep yeah I'll wake up in a fucking panic swim and go Corey's image <laughs> yeah. I know I sometimes I get like, them on all hours of the night which I'm not <laughs> complaining because obviously it's awesome that you do them up for me but like it's just like I like 5 a.m. I'll have like the image like just come out of nowhere. Like I'm passed out on my couch, like like look like my head on my computer, like trying to edit an episode that I fell asleep doing. I'm like, oh, wakes me up. It's like, oh, my image is right there. It's so like it's one of those weird things, like doing this for so long. I know that it's like it's almost like an internal clock. Yeah, and it's that's like my biggest advice that I would give to anybody who's trying to start something is the consistency because. Um, there's a lot of places I want to take this show. There's a lot of things I want to change. Yeah. But what I'm so proud of is the fact that we've remained consistent and 
you know, even on off weeks where we might not like be totally stoked about what we're putting out, but we still yeah. put something fucking out. Yeah. Um, because it's like about not losing that momentum and the consistency. And to look back, like when I like when Kyle Carpenter's episode. Yeah. One forty. <laughs> like that's ins- like this is going to be episode one forty one. Insane. Yeah. Like it's, it's it's an insane amount of episodes. It is. I right. truly never thought I would last this long. No, it's got. And I be- truly thought I would would have quit by now. Well, it's one of those things like you got to have a passion for it. Like your passion has to take you like I love I'm doing what I love doing anyway. Like I'm watching sometimes terrible movies, most of the time terrible movies or movies I want to see. And I talk about it. It's like it's initially the thing that you said to me and Norm when you got me a snowball before any of the podcast. It's like these conversations should be on mic. We would literally do trivia, go across the street, get drunk, and just talk entertainment. And it's like... That's that, true. Yeah. I did that before I even wanted to start my own. Yeah. And you were just like, you gave me a microphone. You're like, record your conversation you're having there. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I mean, I like, and I got to keep that in mind. It's like, I'm doing what I do regularly and what I like to do with friends. Just mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's a, it's not going to say it is a grind and I want to get like anytime, yeah. like I have a good guest I can get on. I try to, I try to get, I try to get them on. And luckily like Brian has a great inside track cause he's a stand up. He knows a lot of stand ups, and uh, yeah, it's all about growing that way. But then some of the days just like, me and Brian just want to shoot the shit about a terrible movie. That's, you nailed it on the head. Like, I feel like what's fun about Intoxicate in general, both Oof. both feeds, like, is we can do these things that are different. Yeah. But then we can always do the comfort zone. Yeah. And, and to me, that's not that having new comics on or people I don't know that well isn't comfort zone. I actually love that. Yeah. But it's not the same as, like, a friend who, like, you yeah. can just... Sh- shoot the shit about your life like you know a little more about each other um you can kind of play into like a little more things than just a get to know you kind of podcast and it's it's just one it's one of the things that kind of when i said i went back and i looked at all the episodes that intoxicated reviews has put out i thought to myself i'm like this is kind of like a time capsule even when i get older and maybe I'm not doing the podcast. Maybe it's bigger than it was. I'll still have that, like, yeah, that that period of my life where I I tried something new. I did this thing that's kind of cool that kind of so went out special. to the whole world. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's kind of awesome. And it, and it's it's a, another thing is like when I and with alcohol involved when I'm hanging out with Bryant drinking or like Norm or like other comics and friends like Peter White, it's these conversations we have all the time, but now I have recorded them and I can go back and listen to them and be like, Oh yeah, that was us just shooting the shit. So Uh, fun. Yeah. So So great. I mean, I love if I love for this obviously to get bigger and I think there's been a very steady growth or maybe a slow baby step climb. Yeah. We're not true crime. No, we're not true crime. We should get intoxicated. True crime. <laughs> Who can we get? I don't know who's uh who's doing true crime. Drinking and true crime somehow. <laughs> Anybody out there who wants to do a true crime podcast and drink? Do you know what's interesting? I sometimes feel like I regret making it a drinking podcast. Yeah, I think I think about that do, too. Do you ever? I was going to ask you this. This is a lot of inside podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But this is what it is this week. Okay. Um. <laughs> I sometimes feel that way because for me on my end, at least, because when new guests hear about it, yeah, 
and they're sober, they almost feel like it's a barrier to entry. Like, oh, I can't go on because I'm sober. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No, quite the opposite, actually. Like, I actually really like the sober, more sober episodes. Like, yeah. And also, like, I do find it's made drinking less exciting for me because I just, (laughs) I'm just, I just drink more often. Yeah, I get that. Do you know what I mean? And it was so, like, it's a great, I, but what I like about the idea of drinking, it does, it loosens stuff up. It does, big time. Especially if you are inviting somebody you don't know in and alcohol just, like, takes the edge off. It's what it does. So it just kind of, like, it puts you at ease. I like that idea. And I, early on in the podcast process, it was funny because, I remember it's just like everything, all the drinks had to match the guest or like yeah. the theme and stuff. Like, or guests had to choose all yeah. the time. Like I've kind of changed that a bit too. Yeah, like, exactly. Like yeah. now I'm like, and I was doing it too. And I, from time to time I will, but it's just like, no, I'm just going to grab some beer and we're just going to yeah. drink. And, and also the financial part of buying yes. new booze every time is pretty tough. Yeah. Um. So like I'll do it when I can. Um, but I, I don't always do it all. That said, like I've gotten better at buying larger bottles of alcohol to yes. just have it on hand to be like, oh, like I have a shit ton of gin or I have a shit ton of vodka. And like, oh, you want to do a cocktail? Like, let's use what I have. Yeah. Like, so. And yeah. A lot of time I record. I shouldn't say a lot of time, but sometimes like I'll normal come over because we're watching some wrestling event or something. So he'll come over early and record, but he'll rec- we'll record in the afternoon. And it's like. Well, yeah. let's, we can't be shotgunning beers at like 12. I mean, yeah. I don't mind it too much, but like, it's like, then you start doing like the coffee liqueurs and stuff like that. It's just like, you need to find, like, it's almost, that's what, it, sometimes it handcuffs you in that way where it's like, it does. Yeah. People expect a, you to drink when it's called intoxicated. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of definitely, and you're 140 episodes in, you kind of, like, it's well, hard to and, change. Yeah. And it's one of those things, like, I, I tried to make it shifted from, less drinking stuff more like comedy it's comedy yes yeah um but we have a drink but you don't have to yeah yeah exactly (laughs) but that's not as catchy that's not catchy i know i know yeah (laughs) like there's times where i'm like would i would i name no offense Corey, you came up with intoxicated i did yeah and it's everyone loves it but sometimes (laughs) i'm like should i have named it something else that was a little less yeah but when you see well you were looking for a drinking name too though yeah. Yeah. But yeah, That's when you, true, actually. Yeah. They were all drinking. You were just because that was your original kind of like. I actually the one that I most I the the one that I'm kind of the one that got away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is the the half empty podcast because yeah. I, I like the idea of it being like the glass is half empty. Yeah. Like it's yeah, kind yeah. of a bitching ranting. More <laughs> n- like it's like oh let's complain. Yeah. I like complaining sometimes. I Do mean, you like complaining? I love complaining all the time. Do you? I can. I guess I don't <laughs> like I do and I don't like I don't know. There's no there's nothing I don't know. There's more entertainment value in complaining than being happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, don't know. I think there's a difference between ranting, yeah, and complaining. Yeah, no, oh, definitely complaining. You're just like, well, that sucks. Ranting's like that fucking sucks. And I like, like rants. Yeah, yeah. I like when people get passionate about things. Oh, my God. I can't wait for the Christmas episode. I hope I get to come back on because I got lots of rants about Christmas. I'll be prepared this time. Well, I mean, do you want to give a Sparks Notes version right now? Uh, I I won't give a Sparks Note, but I will say I'm going to treat this like a court case. And I'm going to come up with a 
uh, a case against Christmas. Should we make this like a trial? Yes. So I, I, I've had a cu- couple comics interested. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirsten Finch, big Christmas fan. Um, yes, and Kirsten's wonderful. I, like, I'm going to feel really bad when I break her Christmas spirit. <laughs> See, this is what brings me joy. <laughs> I, what, you know what I realized when I was really fucked up? I was like, okay, what do I want for my live show? I really want my friends to just roast each other. <laughs> and I was like, that's real fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. I want my friends just to butt heads. <laughs> I just really want to see my friends fight. Mm. No, I think that that would be great because Kirsten's such a great sport. And she would have a, she would, Kirsten would come prepared if we actually made it like a court case yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah. You would be, you got to be careful with uh, what, what you're calling out and what you're. <laughs> I'm not worried. Chris Halef actually made a point to tell me that he might not be able to do the Christmas episode because of traveling and stuff, but he's like, but I love Christmas. And I was like, you know what you're going to do? Uh, if you can't come on, reco- you're going to record your feelings about Christmas and we'll play it and we'll dissect it. Well, I mean, that's understandable because Chris is short for Christmas hell left, so. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I okay, this is what I'll say about my state of mind currently going into the Christmas season. Oh, yeah, stop. The Christmas season started before Halloween hit. I saw Christmas decorations up. Not in in my mind. Yeah, but I mean, that is the consumerism of Christmas. It starts earlier and earlier every year. They need to make that money. Anyway, keep going, Christmas. I'm going to try to be more in the spirit this year. Bah humbug. That's not to say that that's a natural feeling that I'm getting. Natural state, I guess. To stay positive, I guess, during the Christmas season, you have to pretend like Christmas is not terrible. Well, well, actually, that that's actually leads in to uh, a question. Oh, yeah. That this actually might... It kind of ties in. So I just posted... I've been... Guys, here's the thing, guys. Listening. People listening right now. I've wanted to do an advice podcast episode for... Since I start this goddamn thing, if you have life problems or like relationship problems or like dating problems, please fucking email them to me oh, so I can I'd talk love about them. To be I would love. And listen, I know I'm going on like nine years single. Ten? Nine? Oh my god, is it ten this year? I might have to kill myself. Um. <laughs> and you're gonna give advice. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I'm preferring. I'm like, I feel like. And I don't know if it's true. Yeah. Despite my single dumb, I think I'm pretty insightful mm. about dating and relationships. Yeah. So, or I mean, even just life advice. That's it. Advice it doesn't on have to anything. be dating. Any questions? I email them to us. Intoxicatedpodcast at gmail dot com. DM like any anyway. Yeah. Um, but if it's like real dirty and you want to be anonymous, that'd be pretty juicy. So, figure out a way to get those to us. Um, email at. Intoxicatepodcast at gmail.com. Exactly. Like, just send them to us because I want to answer. I just realized how, like, I look like shit. I need to trim my beard. I'm getting on camera and I'm super woolly. Anyway, I'm not looking the best either, honestly. This is like, we didn't have time to prep for this at all. So, one of the two questions, and they're kind of related. So we had a question from two people. What, the first question is, what is the best way to stay... 
hilarious for these two people on this episode. What is the best way to stay consistently happy? <laughs> and then the other one is, how do you keep hustling through hardship and mental health woes? They're kind of related. They are. Um, well, um, how do you stay... Consistently happy. Which consistently I'm like, do you know happy. me? I'm not consistently happy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I can only think about the thing. How do you stay consistently happy? I, I think it's one of those... <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. But uh, you have to cut out the, th- the negativity uh, in your Ooh, life. Yes. And I mean, as a person who is attached to his phone... I probably would be a happier person if I could really just go forward and just delete like all social media and just like exist and in like a, I guess a depressing (laughs) social media world. Like I can't like, I cannot open my Twitter without seeing like people attacking other people and usually it has to do with like politics and stuff like that and it's just like it's just just so much negativity but is that you being on it or is that just you not curating correctly i think it seeps in every, like it's one of those weird things the world's so shitty right now too though is like i followed all these people like on when i started t- twitter like i followed a lot of people and they like comedians and celebrities and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, these are funny tweets. Mm-hmm. Even like somebody like Rob Delaney. And this is not a slam on him because the stuff people are saying is very topical and it has it has merit. Uh-huh. But it's also depressing as fuck. Like Rob mm-hmm. Delaney used to be all funny things. Now he's like really fighting for the Labour Party in like Britain. I think that politics has got so crazy and out of whack. Mm-hmm. And so and like there's that weird money divide so much that people are speaking out more so if even like it's just the evolution of social media and the evolution of the world or the de-evolution of the world if you want to go there but if you really want to stay happy another thing is strict science healthy diet exercise exercise a lot of uh and a lot of vitamin d and uh that's scientifically (laughs) (laughs) but i would also say because i don't always exercise I, I mean, also, I, I say, say do as I say, not as I do. Well, yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. But I, I would actually say gamify your life a bit in that, especially with anxiety, because I've been feeling anxiety, this is strange, because I went from being more depressed than anxious to yeah. now I'm way more anxious than depressed now. Gotcha. The anxiety is actually insane in me. Like, I get so stressed out so easily right now. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, even... um. No offense, Andrew. I love you, Andrew Vaughn. But he was, like, explaining to me how to use the Zoom. And, like, I wasn't getting it right away. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like he was he was getting frustrated because of other reasons. But, like, there was, like, some tension. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't want my friend to hate me. Oh, my God. I feel so, <laughs> like, I just, I spiraled. Yeah. Uh, in my head. And it's really, really hard. And I am, that's something I'm struggling. Like, I feel like the depression is a little less yeah. now. But that's because I've been keeping myself busy now i don't know if that's healthy or not that's how i've been dealing with it it can lead to burnout but yeah i I mean oh yeah (laughs) it's a minefield (laughs) to be happy is truly a minefield like it truly is and i don't know if i'm just putting like it's like that meme of the guy putting stickers on the water that's pouring out oh yeah yeah. like distractions 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 like i feel like that's how i deal that's how i deal with that's how I deal with my anxiety or depression whenever I have it is that like 
what I've did, done for my whole life. I I immerse myself in the things that take my mind off and make me happy, and that's usually entertainment. Yeah. Um, but it's not a that. But I know that's not a that's not a cure, and that's that's a that's no. probably more of a band aid than anything else. But truly, mm-hmm. exercise. Eat Listen right. to the music you like. Watch the movies that, like, go back to your favorite movie. Yeah. When you're sad. Like, I always, like, there's certain videos I watch when I know I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. That I that I go back to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever works, I think. But also, like, just doing one thing per day that makes you feel like you did something. Whether that's, like, the dishes in the sink or, like, cleaning your room. Like, I don't know. It can be, it can be small or big. Yeah. But try to do one thing per day. Be it small or big. Be it small or big. That, yeah, because I don't think, and I don't know what it is to be actually truly, truly happy. I'm still trying to get there. I mean, Um, I think everybody knows what it's like to be happy. We have happy moments. I mean, you can probably think of a time you were having, you were happy, even in a moment, being somewhere, doing some activity. Like, I don't know. Happiness is there. I think we just, we dwell too much on the negative and we forget the positive because it's easier to dwell on the negative. It's so much easier to dwell. Yeah. And and the the word hustle too, like that's it's you're right. Hustling does lead to burnout. So yeah. I, I also very much so recognize that. Um, but being productive is is it may, there's there's a fulfillment in yeah. in that as well. So Oh, big time. Uh, what was the second question? I know they were similar. Oh, but- well, they were similar. The, the other one was how do you hustle through, um, what was it, like challenges? How do you keep hustling through hardship and mental health woes? Um, I was going to say, like, confide, confide in friends, but I don't do that. You uh, really don't. No, I... I can probably count two times that we've, you've confided in me. Yeah. I, I, for me, when I'm really down I, I i usually center myself by doing something creative or or doing something fulfilling for me personally in my own personal life like something to get myself ahead mm-hmm. um and sometimes it's just like i don't like like i said like even the podcast like throwing myself into the podcast or yeah. writing or um i even i don't know like working out the aggression through exercise or something like that. Like I don't exercise all the time, but I do like if I, if I feel tense, if my body's just tense, Mm -hmm. I will like, I'll just use exercise to like just exhaust myself. Well, cause anger is tough. Yeah. When you're angry about something, that's a tough one to deal with. And I radiate like when I'm angry, like I radiate and, um, I don't always blow like I will blow up. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I I'm a person that will storm out of a situation. I'll make it <laughs> yes, known that I'm will. mad, but I don't necessarily love me a Corey West storm out. No yeah, offense. yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it because I do too. Yeah, but uh, love storming out. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, it's 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 hard, but it's it's one of those things where you can't let it. For me personally, I can't let it just envelop me. I have to somehow power through it and do mm-hmm. something productive or mm-hmm. or like because if you just wallow in it it just yeah it just leads well i i've started I, I told kyle this on his episode but like i've started doing the thing where when i experience anger or a negative emotion i go 
is this serving you? Is this propelling you forward in a way that you want? Yeah. Is, and I literally will ask myself that in my head and I go, it isn't? Okay, you gotta get, you gotta, you gotta yeah. stop. You gotta stop. Yeah. Um, but it is a tough, that's, yeah. that came with like just many years of being pissed off at everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe, maybe there's something to be said about service animals because not that I have service animals, but I like, I just, I usually like cuddling my cats. It's oh, just like, it's so true. They're yeah. so good for that. Yeah. Like, especially Harry. He is the sweetest cat of all time. I can just, I can literally just like cuddle him and lie on the couch and he'll just fall asleep. Now the new one, CJ, he's a little asshole, but. So for non-Patreons listening, Corey has two Sphinx cats. I do have two Sphinx One who's a little newer. One's newer and he's, we just got him fixed and it sat and everybody's like, oh, you can fix, he'll slow down. No, he's just picked up aggression like he is oh, just damn. like a tasmanian devil he just <laughs> runs around the apartment and he, harry very much when we had harry we maybe sprayed him like three times when we, he was doing something we didn't like, like picking at the couch yeah. jumping on the table jumping on the counter and he's like he's very smart he's like okay i'm not allowed to do those things cool mm-hmm. this one is like i'm not allowed to do these things so i'll be sneaky about it like yeah we have a money tree he just runs up the like i would be like hey don't eat the money tree so now he'll take off a running start he's so fast to jump up grab a leaf and take off running into the bedroom he's like because he's like i know i can't do this so i have to be like, fast it? about it. yeah he eats it he eats, god damn he ate the whole mint plant we had <laughs> oh, no! like stem root and all like it's just a it's we, i got up to him like that's just a plot a planter full of dirt like it's nothing like <laughs> left in it and he like we literally have a cactus like that has prickles. It's not a really bad cactus, but still. And he'll stand up on it, put his paw on it, and eat the aloe. And that's, it's like, how? He's, so, he's, he's that's madness. Yeah. I wish we could talk to cats and figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah, inside their heads, yeah. you know, like fuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing your your birthday soon. Yes, it's Saturday. It doesn't matter. This podcast. It is tomorrow. If this comes out this Friday. Oh but, damn! Yeah. Is Saturday? It's Saturday. Wait, what's the date? What I thought it was the eighth. Seventh. You oh. and my grandfather both think it's the eighth. What 8th. the? F- <laughs> why do I always think you're December eighth? I don't know. I, it's either Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera's birthday because I know they're on either side of me. Sagittarius season, baby. Yes, if that how, meant anything to me. How do you deal with aging and the concept of aging? Um. I have full on panic attacks in my bed, and I know I don't know. I don't know. I got to a point where I. Like I'm, uh, my brain just operates weirdly. Like I'm very much like, um, as old as I feel, kind of thing. Like I'm like I still <laughs> get excited for comic book movies. I still feel is, like I'm like twenty. This is, this is such a bad answer. <laughs> this just goes to show how different men and women are. Yeah, it doesn't bug me. Like I'm just like uh, another another trip around the sun. It's fine. God damn. Yeah. yeah. God damn. With women, like, it's so different. Very much so. It's like you just... I mean, I shouldn't say every, every woman, but yeah, it does seem like it's... More intense. And that's a societal thing. Like, I, I think oh, it's... yeah. But also biology. Yeah, yeah, biology. But it's just... It's also one of those weird things that's like... Men get a pass for getting older. Like, it's not really... I don't know. It's one of those things like... It's always like people are like, oh, men look so much... Like, you just look more distinguished or something. And it's like, and then you have things that are, like, inundating your face. I'm going to bring it back to entertainment every time. But just, like, 
when in Hollywood, like if you hit a certain age, you're not getting leading woman roles anymore. Like it's just insane. It's societal. Like, and it's one of those things that I, I'm going on. This is my rant. Yes. This is my rant about, uh, Holly, the Hollywood machine. Because I like, as I get older, I'm just like, and even when I was younger, I'm like, the Hollywood actors are like beautiful. I don't know why Tom Cruise has to have a 20 year old on his arm every time he's in a fucking movie. But it's like yeah. Jennifer Conley, like I think, is the one of the most beautiful women in the whole entire world, and that's fine. But it's like now Hollywood has this weird thing where, like, we'll have this stigma, like the younger girls will be the the the, the leading actresses with these older males, and then the older females they can start playing moms and supporting characters, and on top of that, and then we make fun when. There's a when every actress gets plastic surgery, like Renee Zellweger, yeah. or like I said Zellweger because I was thinking Chappelle show, but so <laughs> Zellweger, oh, yeah, Zellweger, or like Nicole Kidman, like oh they got so much work done. It's like yeah because like there's so much pressure in Hollywood on them to be like oh. look young. My God, you're so right. Yeah, and it's weird. We're just like like oh like no she's old she can't play this lead and then it's Ugh. like oh why is she getting all she ruined her face it's just like yeah because you give her a fucking stigma about like looking young like it's it's one of those i think hollywood's getting better slightly maybe yeah i mean obviously like with the me too movement and everything it's getting better and there are i i love like applaud to keanu reeves who dates an age-appropriate woman like Does in Ho- he? yeah that How was a big old? thing that uh and everybody thought it was Helen Mirren. She, this woman looks like Helen Mirren. She's what? Like, she's very attractive. She has like uh, gray hair, and huh. he's like, and everybody, and everybody's like, yeah. He's like, he dates an age appropriate woman. He's like, yeah. He's not just like because Hollywood actors, yes, they can date very young actresses, but like, yeah, and, and it, like, there's it really more actors. Bugs me. It really and, bugs me. <laughs> yeah, and there's more actors. And I shouldn't say like, oh, the men have to save the women, but there are more actors that are insisting on having age appropriate um like um co-stars that are female mm. and uh so yeah hopefully we can get rid of that whole stigma i mean uh, slowly slowly yeah i mean it's not leaps and bounds hollywood's still uh controlled by some of the greasiest fucks in the world but i mean baby steps it's baby like, steps yeah i'm just trying to see if i can find a picture of her yeah but um, uh is it this check yeah that's her holy crap how old is keanu reeves He's got to be in his, like, definitely in his fifties. But Alexa, how old is Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves is fifty-five years old. Fifty-five. He was born on September second, nineteen sixty-four. Would you also like to know the height of Keanu Reeves? <laughs> yes. How? T- Sorry, I don't know that. What? You just <laughs> you just asked me, bitch, if I want to know that. <laughs> Bitch. See all the all my like, comes up, podcast yeah. host calls Alexa <laughs> a bitch after trying to be woke. Yeah. <laughs> after trying to be woke, Corey West has a wake up call after calling Alexa a bitch. Oh my god! Oh, I don't know. I find birthdays to be well. Okay, here's another question: mm-hmm. How do you plan on celebrating this year? Uh, low key, like I don't know. I um, the more. The more I get older, and not like it's just like I, I, I just want to have a night where I have some beers. It can be at one place. It can be at my house with a few people. It could be 
by myself. Like I just like I just want to relax. I just mm-hmm. want to have a nice relaxing night, fun night. Mm-hmm. I'm not much for going to clubs or like or making like I I, I kind of started cutting down my expectations for my birthday. Not in a bad way because my birthdays were always really great, but it's just like. That's good know. though. No, that's the yeah. healthy mindset. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Where I like, I don't, I don't need to have this epic night that I'll remember for the rest of my life. I just want to have a nice, chill night. We couldn't be no, more no. opposite <laughs> in how we're going about our birthdays. And I, I will say also, and I'm just we're kind of throwing out like a lot of names of people like who the fuck are they talking about? But Norm, who uh-huh. is a co-host on my podcast, uh, sometimes he does Mayday and Christ on Infinite Opinions, but. He uh, literally, uh, my birthday took a huge hit when he moved away from downtown because he had like the spot. You just go there, you drink and you head out on town. But but uh, yeah, so but I I think uh, Silent R, who you may know from Intoxicated Reviews, he he's trying to make it a bigger deal than I think I like trying to make it a bigger deal than I want it to be. Like he's like, we can do this bar hop. And we go for bucket shuck oysters here. Oh my go god! And it's like a pub crawl. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> like I don't. I d- like I just want to sit my ass somewhere, have a few beers. Did That's you, it. Did you want to do it at your place? I don't know. I maybe, but I think I may just maybe like, hey, we're just gonna hit this bar for like One, a couple hours. Right, right. Like, nothing Pick crazy. Yeah, 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 no, I like that. Yeah, and that's just that's who i am like it's not like i don't know it's not a i'm not a i don't know i'm not a person that right now wants a big shindig kind of thing i do i'm a very i'm becoming more chill mm. yeah mm. but I, I get that too though like I, it's i'm just protesting it because my birthdays have been letdowns for so long in terms of party yeah party aspect got you I understand. and so this time i'm Combining my birthday with the podcast. Are you? Have you made the? Have you made? Well, the, I, I, I think I didn't pick good. the date yet. I didn't pick the date. I know. Yet. I know. But I'm very torn on the date, I'm, mostly because of weather. I'm very paranoid about weather right yeah, now because it always will. Paranoid. It always will. See, you're in a good time of the month. Snowstorms oh. aren't every day yet. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. End of well, we February, have, well, we March. We did have a lot of snowstorms last year, though. I think you'll be fine. I don't Literally, think you'll the biggest into. snowstorm was on my birthday night. <laughs> I got snowed in and I puked in the fucking Yuck Yuck's co- comedy condo bathroom. Oh, wow. Laying on the cement floor, just hyperventilating. Yeah. Fuck. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I've, been, yeah. I've been to the comedy condo a few times now. This past couple of years. In the past couple of months, sorry. It's but an interesting place. Yeah, I tried the Oculus Rift there, and I totally chickened out. What the fu- What's that? Okay, so when Peter Roy's down, Peter Roy has an Oculus Rift, which is a VR helmet. Oh, basically. okay. And it's crazy. And the first thing he got me to do, he's like, put this on. And uh, he's like, <laughs> "What?" and so I put on, he's like, okay. And I'm, I'm like, so you're in a VR world. Like, you're looking around. and um, Porn. No, it's not porn. Okay, sorry. He wasn't like, watch porn in front of us. Yeah, I, I realized as soon as I said that, I was like, yeah, I don't think you're at the age where you'd watch porn with I don't know. And let's get this out, too. I don't know if I trust VR porn. Because it's like, yeah. who walked in? <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> Except I could just bust in and be like. Be anyone. Yeah. That's so funny. I'm playing my games. <laughs> get out. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but so he's like, put, he's like, put the helmet on. And he's like, so I'm literally, I'm on like a street 
and there's an elevator in front of me. He's like, go up in the elevator. And so I go in, I press a button, and the elevator goes up, and literally, like, doors open, mm-hmm. and it's a plank. It's a, it's a plank that goes out over the city. All virtual reality, obviously. I can feel my feet on the carpet of the apartment. I walk out on this plank, and it's just like looking up in the sky, looking there. I can feel my feet on a carpet, and then Peter's like, okay, jump off of it. I was like, Did it seem very I was like, realistic? It was like still a computer game, but right. it felt so real. Like Peter's like, jump off. I'm like, nope. He's oh like, my God. He's like, just jump. It's crazy. I'm like, nah, I, I, I'm not jumping off. This. I know it's fake. I cannot jump off this plane. <laughs> I didn't. I just was like, nope. I went back in the elevator, Ooh, took it down. Wow. Yeah, I was just like, I, I literally couldn't do it. I, wow. I, whatever. I feel like chicken. But uh, who else? Did, Bryant did it before I was there, and he said he. And Peter's like he almost fell on the floor, like falling down on it. And uh, then we went back another night, and Ian Black was there, and he did it, and he like almost fell on the floor, and I was like, oh, fuck, wow, no, I can't do it. I, I still couldn't do it. It's crazy. Like I want one so bad now, but uh, yeah, yeah, I played it like. A, bunch of vr games that's so mind-blowing yeah i want what technology so can do are they pricey yeah. uh yeah like i think i don't know when you think vr i always think like thousands of dollars mm. but it's still like like over 500 mm-hmm. but i mean mm. that's how much my playstation costs so. fuck we need more money in our lives that's somehow. it hey oculus rift you want to spo- sponsor the podcast <laughs> we'll do the first ever uh vr podcast vr drinking <laughs> You can do. I saw those. I wanted to get one of those cameras. You can get like a camera that is a like a total three sixty degree camera. Yeah, like Weekly Planet did a few shows with it. It's crazy. That would be really. You just watch on YouTube and you like just scroll like from. But yeah, anyway, those are three. We got big there. dreams here on. A we do, we do. We just need the money. Um, but yeah, this is kind of like we do these episodes from time to time on Patreon. So big plug for Patreon. Yeah, this. This is this is Sarah relying on a friend to pull through for an episode because otherwise it would be me alone, <laughs> um, and um, it, that's not interesting. And that ends up me crying and talking about my problems. <laughs> um, so on Patreon, we do bonus episodes together. Yeah, in there. very similar to this. There and there's a back catalog of them. Like you can oh, go yeah. back and listen to how I used to sell porn in high school. Mm-hmm. You can go back and listen to stories about. And I lost my train. I, there's I mean, lots we, of great stories back then. Well, one thing. Well, here's one thing. I know you have to leave soon. So, oh I'm yeah, I, your thing. I, I got, I got time. Let's okay. Start. Well, one thing I wanted to talk about on this main feed is something that's very dear to my heart. Oh, okay. That we share an interest for that I think the world needs to know. Oh great. Do you know what it is? No, Mr. Robot. Oh yes. I thought you said song for a second. I feel like people on my social media. Are annoyed with how often I post about Mr. Robot. I, I'm the show is it's one of the most unique shows of all time. Like if you're tired of the same old laugh track or stupid like episodic show, this show is mind blowing and takes so many chances. The direction is amazing. Yeah. So different. And this is coming from Corey West, who knows his shit. Yeah. I mean, alone this season, I won't ruin anything, but there's been two crazy episodes. Like kind of different idea episodes one being one episode that has only two lines of dialogue at the one at the very first and one at the very end totally dialogue free for the rest of it and another episode is basically a play like it's done yeah. like a play it's done 
it's like five acts and I think it's five acts and uh, it's yeah. on just like a play. Pat, they've done like a one camera shot episode. Like, and it's not just a gimmick show. They just push the boundaries and push them, push themselves as writers, directors. It's and how it's filmed. Yeah, it's cinematic. It's I just amazing. feel like I need like if you're listening to this and there are three perfect scored episodes on IMDb. Yeah. And yeah. Mr. Robot is one of them. Breaking Bad is another. And I think the first one is like some geeky anime thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Attack on Titan or something? That's what it is. Uh, That's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. And it's, um, I don't remember the Breaking Bad episode, but I think it was the, the, the silent episode that was the perfect episode. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but I know what you mean. Um... Yeah, the silent episode of Mr. Robot. Well, no, was, no, the, the was it wasn't the silent episode. It was the play episode that got the 10 out of 10. Maybe that's what it was. But I'm it, pretty sure that's the one it was, but yeah. It's very critically acclaimed, like the, the entire show. It's IMDb amazing. IMDb best episodes. But um, yeah, and I mean, Remy Malik has solidified himself as one of the greatest actors. He's so yeah. good. Oh, uh, did I? Did it change? Oh, oh this can't be right. That's just all Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> like, they can't, they can't have that many. They're, try it down. No, next one down. Yeah. Highest rated TV episodes. Oh, um, Ozymandias. This is isn't the, it either. I thought it was on the Reddit that it was, like, perfectly scored. It was actually a uh, Maybe 10. it dropped out. But actually, well, let's see. Yeah, let's check it out. But, um, yeah, it's if you're not looking for the same old, same... It's amazing. Keeps you guessing. There's always kind of a mystery. Um, have you watched the newest episode? Yeah, did you? I did. But yeah, I'm I'm not going to be okay. I don't know. I, I, I don't like know this, how. There's two episodes. See, left. see. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. And we hit a mini. I feel like I attack TV shows. How I attack attack. That's the wrong word. I consume consume, TV shows in the same way that I consume pop music. So, like, when Taylor Swift has an album out, I'm all about Taylor Swift. When Katie has an album, you know what I mean? Like, it's like one of those things and I feel like for a long time I was like, lost, leftovers, 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 and trust me, leftovers is still so like, like, close to me and I don't think I could ever choose between any of these shows. But like, I just don't think... I think I would recommend Mr. Robot over the leftovers to people at this point. It depends on the person. I think they're kind I of totally di- right totally different shows, but they're both amazing in so their own right. But God. Yeah. And I'm just I feel like I'm a person on their street team and I need to spread the word. Yeah. And I've actually had people on my socials be like, I feel like I need to watch the show now. And I'm like, please do. Yeah. Please watch it. More people need to be watching it. Yeah. It, it is so good. The final season is four. Four seasons, um, not super long. I think it's like 12 to 13 episodes. I think it's 13 episodes this season. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they're, they're mind fucky, but they're very entertaining. Even like, we're, I love Breaking Bad, but Breaking Bad is very much a slow burn. This is, it has slow spots, but for the most part, it's like. Yeah. It's a. Uh, oh, know. there it is. Yeah, you're right. And it was the play episode that got a perfect score. Ten. Yeah. Ten. Ten, ten, per, t- ten, ten. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Yeah. But all the other ones are in the nines. Yeah. Like, this is... Okay, one was not... Which one was that? Uh, not oh, that's found. the Woods episode. That, yeah. yeah, that was a kind of... That was a... not. That was the weakest of the season, I think. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, Mr. Robot, watch it. It's amazing. People are out there making amazing, um, amazing TV. The guy who Sam Eshmel is doing the new Battlestar Galactica for NBC. Oh, is he? Yeah, which is awesome because even the last one that came out, Battlestar, was still um, one of my favorite series of all time. And I'm not like I'm not a huge sci-fi person, but it was so hmm. good. Um, That's fascinating. But uh, I will say, where you said like um, you uh, you very much like ha- you have a show and you get on it. Um, I watch like multiples at once, and Sunday is becoming a very loaded day for me for shows. Yeah. Um, the four shows that I religiously watch off Sunday are uh, Rick and Morty, uh, Silicon Valley, which is in its last season and is such a phenomenal show. Um, Mr. Robot and The Watchmen. Yes, so good. Watching The Watch... I The other night I watched Watchmen and Mr. Robot back to back. I watched Mr. Robot and then Watchmen first and my brain was like, <laughs> what are you doing to me? And they're so fucky. They're so mind-blowing. I was like, my brain needed a cigarette afterwards. Like, it was fucking... Like, those two shows are very unique, very... Like, you have to think. They're yeah. mystery shows. Like, they don't tell you everything. And you're in the dark for a lot of it. And it makes you actually think instead of just having this episodic like... You got to pay attention. Yeah, you got to pay attention. But they're fun. That like, was the thing about Watchmen. I think I watched the first two or three episodes. Love them all. Yeah. And then I sat down after a really stressful long day, tired, laid down, and I wa- tried to watch an episode and I fell asleep. Yeah. and I But I know that... It's just like one of those things where it's like you need to pay attention. Yeah, you need to be on. Well, it's very Lindelof, so yeah, it's great though. Like, like from what I saw, it was like highly entertaining. I didn't know shit about yeah really the backstory, yeah. and I still enjoyed it. Nice. Um, I know Andrew Vaughn's watching it now, and he nice. he has thoughts, but he oh. doesn't hate it. All right, that's good. He doesn't. Hate you it. need to watch that video I sent you. Yes, I do. Especially coming up on the on the episodes coming up, it dives a lot back into the original Watchmen stuff. So. Yeah. You got to watch that. But uh and especially like there'll be a void soon with Mr. Robot ending. Yeah. Which I'm like I don't want to be alone for the end of that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I think I think got to go. That's it. That's all the the guest time you get this week. Oh, that's all the juice we get from Corey yeah, West this time. That's it. Well, thank you sir for coming on. For a very impromptu last minute episode. Yeah, that's, yeah. Thanks for having me. I like being on the main, uh, the main cast, the uh, main feed. Yeah. If you want to, if you haven't listened to my other episode, go back and listen to that because I get a lot more in depth on who Corey West is. But it's true, but also subscribe to Intoxicate Reviews. Yeah. If, if you love hearing co- people, well, I say comedians. You're pretty much a comedian. <laughs> well, I think you're an honorary comedian. Yeah, maybe honorary. That's um, I surround myself with funny people. Make fun of bad movies. Yes. To, well, yesterday, I guess, if this comes out Friday, I just released an episode on The Fanatic, the John Travolta starring Fred Durst directed uh, real so pile of shit. And I've recorded the episode already, and it's uh, <laughs> real pile of shit. <laughs> a masterpiece of shit. And uh, it's really funny. I like, I'm not just saying that to go listen, but I think it's one of the stronger episodes. Yeah. And yeah, everybody should listen to that. And if you oh, want to yeah. follow along, Fanatics on Netflix. So go back and. Oh, that's a good idea. And I will say, like, listen to the review, but it's a very easy watch. It's an hour and a half, and it breezes by, even though the movie's pretty bad. But. Yeah. You should. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk yeah. better. I have some yeah. ideas on how we could Sounds maybe good. pump up some promo from re- reviews, Bam. and hopefully, um, you'll. I mean, I don't want to call my shot, but Mega Comedy Mondays is going to be doing 
yeah. maybe potentially monthly bad movie live shows. Yeah. And I'm hoping to see you and Bryant up there at some yeah, point. Yeah, we both, that was around, like, I know we had an opportunity. Yeah. For one of them, and I totally went down. Like, that was right when my back was fucked up. Next but. one might be the end of December, by the way. Sweet. The 30th. Just uh, put it on your radar. Um, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Thanks so much, Corey, for coming on. Oh, no worries. Thanks for having me on. You do the honors. All right. What's your. Oh, Ring that bell. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. I'm not watching. <laughs> You survived another episode. That's amazing. You should reward yourself by following Intoxicated on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast, and on Twitter at in underscore intoxicated, on YouTube at youtube.com backslash intoxicated. And if you really liked the episode, you can leave an iTunes rating or review that is extremely helpful and appreciated. Thanks again for listening, guys, and talk to you next week. All right.